Man, that tastes so good. I'm just I'm just happy we're drinking so I can have that juice after. <laughs> it's going to make us drink more. Wait, what was the name again? <laughs> the Amazing Cool. Super, 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 super. The Super Amazing Restaurant Show. Now you got to introduce yourself. My name is Knuckle Mahendro. I'm here with my brother Arjun Mahendro. And my brother Alvin Kailan. So we wanted to invite uh, Los Angeles and the world to listen in on us talking smack, having a drink. Uh, we all work in the restaurant business. It's all fun and games. It's well, we got to say how this podcast started. You got to tell them why we're doing this. You're right. So we should start with that. Alvin, why let, are we doing this? Let me start this? off with saying this is episode one of the Super Amazing <laughs> Restaurant Show. And we're doing this because every time we hang out, we hang out a lot. And every time we go out, we have these really in-depth conversations about what we do. Because we're really passionate people about what we do. Yeah. <clears throat> we like our work. And maybe other people want to hear this too. And I was explaining to my cousin earlier today. I was saying... People from the industry are going to listen to this and be like, yes, finally, someone's talking about this shit. And then people like my cousin, who has no idea what the restaurant industry is like, is going to be like, oh, shit, I shouldn't do that. (laughs) When I go to a restaurant, maybe I shouldn't do that. There are going to be a lot of kids who drop out of culinary school. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) When they realize, yo, it's... Yo, those guys from those guys from that Munchies video, they're kind of assholes. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, I think that um, if you're listening to this, uh, hopefully you like it. It's purely an industry conversation, and I think that it relates to everybody. So let's get started. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about what's in the news these days. What's our What's today's 86 board? What do we got on the board? Well... Uh, bon Appetit just released the top 50 new restaurants in uh, USA. Lots of Los Angeles on that. A lot of, lot of Los Angeles. Bar Roo was on that. Shout out to Rice Bar. Uh, shout Big out to my shout boy, out to Rice uh, Bar. Rice Bar, my homie. Charles. Charlie. Charlie, I see you, baby. <laughs> Hardest working dude, man. Yeah. A lot I of people th- don't know he worked at uh, French Laundry. Patina. Patina. Terranea out in Palos Verdes. Oh, yes. Shout out to Marcel with that burger. I hope you guys can take it off your menu. It's bomb. I love it when uh, chefs with a with a really fine, high-level background come back to their roots and come back to doing what they love and what they ate growing up. It's, yeah. it's a similar story I think the three of us share as well. Yeah, for sure. There was a badass burger spot on that list, like all the way at the top in New York. I don't see, I don't see exit on this list, dude. Superiority oh, burger. <laughs> oh, superior superiority burger. Is that what yeah. it's called? I ate. No, it's not, it's I was, not called so, superiority. So right? It's called out. salvation burger. Nah, it's superiority. So burger. check this out. I this is not a plug. Oh, but it is I called was... superiority burger in New York. But let's just get back to the top fifty. I just want to say <laughs> one thing, real quick. We got two Filipino joints on there, man. Burr, 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 burr. What's up? What's good? The movement's working. <laughs> Sorry, that's all. I'm all. That's all the plug I'm gonna do about the Filipino food. Movement. I know I'm bing on that right what now. What you got right now? What you got on Filipino? We got Bad Saint out of Washington D.C. They're killing it. Nice. All right. Um, and Rice Bar, Charles Olalia, my homie. That's true. You know, what I mean, gonna be a daddy this year. 
That's true. This is true. This is all true, people. He's been a daddy. so we got this top 50 list uh i don't know what the the real significance of being a part of bon appetit top 50 i know you get to do a real cool gala in new york you get to show your skills off uh people will show up to your restaurant saying hey i saw this in a magazine well we read bon app i do every chef i know reads bon app every restaurateur i know reads bon app so who goes to this shit andrew knowlton um well, bon who goes to what? Who goes to the like restaurant? How do, like, how do they fight? How do the, what's the picking process? I have no fucking clue. I know. Um, I have no clue. I've been to a couple of the places on here. Are you are you questioning the list? I mean, the fact that they put new restaurant. Yeah. Understood. Okay. Yeah. Baru. Have you been? Mm-mm. I haven't been yet. Okay, let's imagine we all have. So I haven't either. <laughs> uh, but let's just go based off of what we've heard before, right? Like, I mean, it's like lentil bowls, right? Yeah, it's like, like it's like really healthy pickled stuff. Uh, it's like two dudes, I believe. They make like really crazy, like fermenty dishes. I heard it was amazing. Yeah, yeah but I heard it also takes forty-five minutes to like get your dish. It's, Why it's, are they fermenting? No, but it's just because they're so busy and there's only two people. Oh, okay. Didn't they just shut down and reopen? Well, yeah, they left. Like they went on like a a sabbatical to, I guess, get more inspiration for food, and they they reopened again. They're back at it. We should. Didn't Jonathan Gold call it the future of food? I would love to shut down. I think so. It's gonna be man. Like, I mean, we can we could talk about that now. I guess we should, but. The reason why Baru is so successful <clears throat> is because there's two people working there. Mm-hmm. And there's 100 people that show up to eat there. And the 100 people that show up to eat there, if they take 45 minutes per the dish, no one's tripping. So it's sustainable in that sense because... Then How you can, is no one... Tri- I, I don't believe that nobody would react Well, to if that. we opened a restaurant and it took 45 minutes for a dish, we would get killed, murdered. Why? I don't know. Like, they make really composed dishes. And people see them, and it's just, you know, very mm-hmm. intricate. So people aren't going there to only eat. They're going there to view and observe and... An experience. Yeah. It's an experience. Like, none of us who have 30-minute, one-hour lunches can, can eat there at lunch. It's mm-hmm. just impossible. Okay. Anyways, moving on. Cassia's on the list from L.A., and Twa Familia. Twa Familia, I thought was dope. Uh, yeah. I wish they were open longer. Right. They're open from like 10 to 3, Monday to Friday or Monday to Saturday. Right. I mean, I thought, so I thought it was like a typical John and Vinny's restaurant. It was like laid back. It is what it is. Yeah, they kind of mastered great that. food. Grubby food. It's just kind of yeah. like sit down, Done eat, well. and bounce. That's why you go to the restaurants. It's just yeah. real. It's shit they that you want to eat. Yeah, they don't like play John around. and Vinny's is fucking amazing. I love that restaurant. It's like, I, I don't know if this is correct, but it's like New York Italian food. Is that right, Knuckle? Yeah, yeah, it's American but my, Italian. But my biggest issue about Twa Familia is that it's kind of a riff, riff on Mexican food, right? Yeah. I grew up in the city of Pico Rivera, predominantly Latino. Mm-hmm. So I find it hard to eat at any restaurant like that where I'm buying like a $15 tostada. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I'm from Canada, so I've been here for five years, so I've been trying to eat all the Mexican food I can. And someone's always like, what, you like that? Oh, that ain't real Mexican. So it's like, fuck, I don't know. I yeah, but you, but yesterday we ate Sonora Town. Yeah. Yeah. Very tasty. Very, very tasty. Very good. Very fresh. Very different. Yeah. I mean, and then everyone in the room was like, but is this real Mexican? What makes this Sonora? Is this real Mexican? Yeah, that's my question. was like, is this particular tortilla typically a Sonoran dish? Well, what she was saying, it's kind of like Ramali roti. So what it is, it's like they stretch the... Um, the bread so thin mm-hmm. that it's almost see-through and they cook it on an upside down wok shout out to alvin's phone for keep ringing sorry the plug. man i'm busy <laughs> <laughs> that's apple music that's a cosmo right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man well i mean ultimately i think they pick the good pe- the places it's true yeah Ca- cassia's always popping i've been there like three times Amazing, amazing food. Brian Eng is just the shit. Very talented. Very talented. Yeah, that I restaurant the, before, right? The yeah. Spice yeah. Table. Spice Table. Everybody was like, it's everyone the best was heartbroken ever. when yeah, it closed. They had that like chawanmushi egg dish with the with the uni is delicious. I mm-hmm. mean, unreal. But the service is terrible. I'm just saying, just throwing At it Cassia? out there. I can't see the service is terrible. I've, I have yet to go there and said, damn man, that was a completely dope. Dope, dope service. So without sounding like a douche, so I went to Cassia and I got spotted out by one of the managers. Right. And they had they've been a guest at uh, Mine and Knuckles restaurant. So I got spoiled in a way. But I've like and that happens to me, that happens to Knuckle, that happens to yourself at right. a lot of restaurants. So someone who's a guest at our place will spot us out and we get spoiled. Which is hey, no complaints. But when someone else tells us like, the service wasn't that good. I'm like, the service is amazing. What are you talking about? No, I've been, I've been there twice. <clears throat> One where like half the restaurant was half empty, and I still waited like 35 minutes to sit. Oh, that's whack. So I went to the spot that next door, the thing. wine bar. That's shit cool. was good. I like that place. That place is tight. That place is really nice. They had some real good like small bar food. It was awesome. Yeah. The wine was amazing. Obviously, I was with my brother, so uh, shout out to Anthony. Kalen. Somo, yay. Youngest. Som. Yeah, so he uh, he took me there and it was amazing. It was really he literally good. just triple threat ad libbed. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think that they def- definitely deserve to be on the list. Like I, I don't think that um, they shouldn't be on the list because they had bad service. The food is fucking amazing. Are there any restaurants that you would have put on the list? Ooh, damn! Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, for best new restaurant. New restaurant. I mean, yeah, Amboy. Excellent <laughs> <laughs> Vegas, come on! Excellent Vegas. You know what, what's in what's on here for Vegas anyway? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> um, anyways, nah, I'm just kidding. But what's the new what's the new hot shit? I mean, where, where have we been going? Howlin' Rays. Howlin' Rays, amazing restaurant. Lineup every Crazy day. Lineup. You know, Johnny Ray Zone is one of the most focused individuals I've ever met. I mean, he's intense. His chicken proves it. His lineup mm-hmm. proves it. That's just so spicy, man. Well, I mean, you're getting the you're getting the spicy. Yeah. So I fucked up because so I went there. I'll tell everybody how to do it properly. Can right. I say that? Can I cut yeah, you sure. off? Yeah, sure. So when you go to Howland Ray's and you wait in that long line, and you want to order like all the levels of spiciness, start from the bottom. 
Yeah, <laughs> started from the bottom. Now we yo, start, I, from, start with mild. I mean, yo, if you want fried chicken, get the regular fried get chicken. Naked. Get naked. Yeah, get the naked. naked is get the naked. best. Get naked. It's really good fried chicken. I had a bite of the spicy one. Yeah, and I couldn't eat my lunch. I couldn't eat for one fucking hour. I couldn't eat for <laughs> it's, one it's hour. It's fucking hot. I was like, I couldn't eat. I was starving. Was that the day you couldn't feel the left side of your face? Nah, that was another another, <laughs> another thing. I did. Um, <laughs> no, but I mean, like to be honest with you, I can get up to medium. And enjoy it. And then... What did we have yesterday? Mild. That's before me. That's, that's a barbecue Lay's flavor. Yeah, barbecue <laughs> Lay's. It, that's, it tastes just like it. It tastes like barbecue Lay's had chickens. No, but get this. So one time, when before Helen Ray's opened, uh, he, he sent us over like a, a variety pack of chicken. And he put in some Helen in there, right? Mm-hmm. And, I did, and he didn't tell us which ones was which. So I... Picked up a howl and shoved it in my mouth and I was like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> right? Then I I just like dipped it in sour cream. Oh, wait a second. Yeah, I love sour cream. Yo, new <laughs> new shit alert. <laughs> I dipped it in sour cream and it was fucking amazing. I love sour cream. Like the, the thing <laughs> I had to say that twice. <laughs> Shout out to sour cream. I love cream. sour cream. Yeah, dude. no, I mean, so you know, I, I'm not one of those machismo guys. I'd be like, yo. I dare you to eat howling. I won't do that to you, but if I were to <laughs> Why'd be there, why you turn to the Terminator though? But I dare you, I dare you to, to eat, eat howling. <laughs> but if I did eat it, I'd please say politely, "Can I have some sour cream?" <laughs> Wait, they have sour cream? No, I had it at my spot. Oh, I was like, <laughs> you know, all right, all right. And a milkshake and ice cream water. <laughs> and- so let's move. Let's move on to inter- more interesting shit like. First things first, I think uh, let's talk about Lhasa first because that was two weeks ago. Lhasa's review out yeah. in uh, uh, J Gold, yes. you know, just you know, solidifying the fact that Filipino food is a thing now. Yeah, yeah, we've all been to Lhasa, right? We've all been to Lhasa. I think Knuckles only been there once. Valentine's, I've Day. been there twice. We hearted that. Remember that we were just like you took pictures. Oh like yeah, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Both times were great. Um, and I think that you know these bo- these guys are like they hustle hard, they they're really hardworking, they're focused, and it's fine. I'm glad to see someone other than myself saying, "Yeah, it's good." You know, it's really good. Cheers to Lasa. That's Cheers to Lasa. That's Getting that gold. gold. That's that gold. Line. They got gold. That's gold. Oh, did you read the uh, Bon Appetit top new fifty one restaurants with Lasa? <laughs> Oh shit! My bad. My we, bad. Fin- we finished ours. My bad. I had I had a little leftover in my glass because I'm weak, but it's cool. <laughs> so it's they're cool, doing. Man. It's cool. I saw, I went there one weekend, and I saw uh, Mr. Gold sitting there, waiting for his table. You know, he ate his meal, and then he came again, and then he came again. I think he went a total of four times. Yeah, quick. something like that. And then he just wrote phenomenal things. Good for them, man. Yeah, they deserve it. They grind it out three days a week, six to ten. And I think they do like 60 covers in there. Yeah, Monday or Friday through Sunday, 6 to 10. Grab your reservations at lasa-la.com. It's great. We vouch for them. You think if they had a restaurant that they might have been on the list? 100%. To 2016, if they have one, or 2017 when they have one, I'm sure they'll be on a list, if not more significant. Good. Yeah, I, I believe it. Mm-hmm. But... On the other side of the spectrum, let's talk about Cannibal and my my man G. Snye at LA Weekly. Yes. Yeah. 
That was bad. That was pretty bad. What did you and say? I, I didn't hearing, read that one. What did I you mean, say? Cannibal, I think, is another restaurant that everyone, at least right now, is talking about. Shing, shing. And really... What did you say? Well, he had really bad things to oh. say. Well, he said that the beer and wine was good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I've never been a cannibal, so I can't really speak on it. But reading G. Snye's report, he rips them apart. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and I've heard, I've heard multiple people tell me, yo, don't even bother. I just saw this one picture on Instagram today. It was a burger, cold cuts or something like that. Or mm. like, uh, cheese and the the bread it wasn't bread; it was hash brown. I mean, I don't know. Is that is that what the? I, I don't I don't know much about Cannibal. I've just been hearing good things. I, I mean, I, good things and bad things. Right. Um, obviously, picture. the things I've been hearing from everyone who every, everyone who's been saying good things, they're just like they're all into eating Meat. heart and yeah. tongue and liver and you know. Okay. People who have been saying bad things might just be looking for a. A very simple meal, a chicken supreme. Well, which is like what's going, what's happening in the industry right now, where simplicity is key. Yeah, locavore instead of hardcore carnivore. Yeah, man, it looks like a double down. Yeah, Arjun like showed me the picture of something they that. put on Instagram. So it's hash brown, uh, bacon, sausage, ham, cheese, lettuce. I feel like, I feel like right now people want health. People want more. Vegetables. They want right. more. They want to see more of the farmers market. Yeah, we increase seasonality. More vegetables at our place. Yeah, but I wouldn't say health. I'd say clean. I think people want to eat yeah. more clean. I like at Amboy. We do like a lot of vegetables with pork belly. I love that. Mm-hmm. You know the what I'm chicken, saying? The chicken. But your the, the meat. The the amount of meat you get compared to the amount of vegetables. The scale is tipped towards vegetables. Yeah, and 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 I, and I purely think that it's because people like to eat clean. It's just like, yo, you know, like, on, on my weekday lunch, I'm going to have more vegetables. Not because it's healthier, just because it just makes them feel better. Yeah. yeah. Um, you see that uh, Jose Andreas's uh, new food chain? Beef oh, like yeah, the yeah. Tomato. And the focus is vegetables, and meat will essentially be, like, the side or the garnish. Well, is he working with Marcel from Wolf on that? Uh, I'm not sure. I think he's doing it on his own. He just opened up one in Washington. Oh, cool. Same yeah, yeah. Uh, where Voltaggio... The Votaggio brothers yeah. and Cole Dickinson are doing that steakhouse. Shout out to Cole. Shout out to Cole. D, I see you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, like, look at this photo on the LA Weekly page of their burger. Uh, they show that they give two pieces of hash brown, a buttery brioche, hella, hella caramelized onions. It looks like an eight-ounce patty. It looks delicious, but it also looks like something I don't have to go to Culver City for. Mm-hmm. You know You're going mean? to feel heavy. I mean, and I feel like that was a strategic photo that they put. And he also says <laughs> this, which is, I feel like if they worded their menu differently, like cochinita pibil head cheese, that's cochinita pibil mm-hmm. and head cheese. And he says it tasted like either of what it's called. Like cochinita pibil is like amazing, mm-hmm. you know, pork shoulder. Nice, like garlicky, mm-hmm. amazing food, and then there's head cheese where it's like gelatinous, yeah, um, and luscious in your mouth. So it's like if you just change the if they change the name, and I learned this a long time ago, where it's like when I first opened Excellent Truck, we would name it like the Bone Me, and it'd be like a Bun Me with like pork belly and fried eggs, right? Yeah. 
And I realized people don't give a fuck about the name. If you called it Pork Belly Bun Me, would it would resonate more than than the yeah than, the than Bone, bone me. me than something kitschy, right? Because when you yeah when you put names like Cochinita Bibil, um Head Cheese, you're gonna you're, you're gonna immediately first think Cochinita Bibil. Yeah. So you're already judging it. Yeah. And if it doesn't show up to your 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 table and it doesn't taste like that, then you're you're already automatically gonna shit on it. Menus are very tricky. I mean, you're really when you're writing a menu, when you're designing it, when you're picking out the font, the color, you have to really think of the psychology of the diner. Right. Like it goes beyond. Oh, I can cook something really well and I can make it look awesome on a plate. I think for us, our our mentality, our philosophy has always been, you know, be honest, promise less, and give more. Right. So when, you know, we don't, on 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 our menu at Badmash, we don't have, like, this thing, this lentil cooks for 24 hours, or this uh, lamb cooks for eight hours, or this chicken is marinated for 48 hours. We let, we let the chicken hit the table, we let them take a bite, and then we, our servers will tell them that. Right. Oh, the reason why you love it so much is because of this. Right. Whoa, wow, I didn't, I didn't expect that. Well, yeah, I mean, but I think that's the biggest problem nowadays with any restaurants, like just their menus, just their food. They could have all the talent in the world. The service can be amazing, but the restaurant or the way the menu reads is just terrible. Like, uh, do you guys, do you guys like tell what farms you guys use? No, no. I, mean, that, I fucking hate that. But I'll tell you, uh, when we initially opened, uh, we, we had we, our farms we, listed. We, we we had our farms for like the first week, a few and, weeks, yeah. And then we would tell our servers to like, yo, make sure. You tell the guests this chicken's from Mary's. This uh, this beef is, and then one day Knuckles like, yo, fuck that shit. We're not yeah. saying any of that. Yeah, because that's what, expected. This is expected. Yeah, we're not they telling should people, already know. We're not telling our mom and dad we finished our homework. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. There's a reason why they're mm. going to your restaurant. Yeah. They like, already yo, know that you're they're gonna get a really really exactly. great. Exactly. So we don't say any of that. And yeah. if you ask us those questions, and we're like, yeah. well, a lot of dudes do that on their menu just so they can add an extra buck or two. And I think that's been an, that's another thing that's been in the news lately is like. You know, putting what the word wagyu in front of shit, and putting and it's not really. But yeah, because because <clears throat> most restaurants will be serving American wagyu, which is not wagyu. Right. When when I hear wagyu, I'm thinking Miyazaki. Yeah. I'm thinking Kobe Japan. Yeah. Fucking beef. Yeah. Crazy. You eat one one ounce of it, you could fucking feel it. Type of Kobe beef. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean that 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 goes without said, and I think that that's probably what's the problem with Cannibal. You know what I mean? Like, uh, however, Jonathan Gold, he didn't say anything bad about it. Well, he said one paragraph good, one paragraph bad. Right. So, so what does that leave? Are we gonna eat there? I would like to. I mean, I've I've just been hearing so much about it, good and bad. Right. I'm not. I mean, the the way we usually hang out is we meet up. We have a few drinks, then we have a couple of drinks, then we start having some drinks. <laughs> then we eat. And then we figure out where we're going to go eat, and then while we're eating, we're like, yo, where are we going to go yeah, eat tonight? But and, I say I'm not, <laughs> and, I, and I say I'm not strong strongly because it's in Culver City, and it's just so far. And I like to turn up, and I, it's just beyond my Uber range, you know what I mean? I hate to be cheapskate, but it's just beyond my Uber range, like... I would like to see for myself, but I probably won't. You don't got to take Lux, though. You could try Select. Alvin, Kylon. Oh, <laughs> Shout out to Alvin. He's, uh, <laughs> I'm just he's our friend. 
I'm joking. I'm just saying. They should have like, Uber Alvin. It's the Hennessy talking. <laughs> but Uber is just, it's beyond me, man. It's just evolved so much as a company that I feel like I, I kind of miss the old days when we would get UberX all the time. And I'd be trying to be like, yo, no, here, take my money. I'm tipping you. And they're yeah, like, no, yeah, sir, yeah. we can't. I miss those days. <laughs> no, sir, we can't. No. Anyways, let's, let's move on to the 86 board. We talked about Cannibal. We talked about Lhasa. Let's get into the meteor shit. Like, what fucking pisses you off in the hospitality industry? Why are Ooh. we talking about this? Why do people want to listen to us? Uh, fuck. I feel like I want to tell a real rough story. And I Rant. think I think Knuckles gonna like look at me as soon as I say it. As soon as you go, I'm me and Knuckle go. are banned from a a well established bar in downtown. Los that we love. That we still love. We still love. It's like it's like we're the parents and our child has run away from home. Oh my god. That's how we feel. I hate that. <laughs> you hate, hate when your kids run away? No, I hate being eighty six out of a bar because I've been eighty six <laughs> out of a bar a lot. Man, we were What happened? Tell us the story. All right. We uh without naming any names. Without naming any names. We still names. love everyone. We still love everyone there. Um Knuckle and I had a, a typical day. You know, it was, uh, it was a Wednesday actually. Um Went to work at around 9 a.m., you know, ran service, did all that thing, finished at around 11.30, 11.45, like, cool, let's go for a whiskey or let's go for a drink or something. That's 11.45 p.m. Yes. We walk over to our bar, get there. Oh, we drove, took an Uber, Uber Black, probably. Shout out to Alvin. To uh, Lux. Get to the bar, walk inside, and there was a, a bartender there who was chatting up uh, another person, probably one of their friends. And, uh, and we stood there. We stood there. And waited, we stood there. And, uh, and waited about, there. and I'm going to be very uh, particular with my times because I always am. Everyone knows me that way. So we waited for about four minutes to be acknowledged, okay? And anybody who works or goes or knows anything about hospitality or the restaurant industry, that is way too fucking long. Shout I, out to Tobin. I've already felt <laughs> neglected. So when the person comes, they don't say, hey, how's it going? Welcome. This, that. They say, what can I get you? What do you want? Great. Wow. Great. You ready to order? Yeah. Like, what can I get you? I said, cool. We're going to order two (laughs) daiquiris. Who's next? (laughs) And and the person said, okay. Well, they actually chuckled when we said two daiquiris. I guess it's not a manly drink, but I don't know. I like to drink a fucking daiquiri. That's what I like doing, though. I I like going to pretentious places where they're like hardcore about their cocktails and go, yo, hook me up with a pina colada. Why not? I want to drink that. But the thing here is, is if you're going to a bar that is globally recognized as one of the best bars to make cocktails and you ask for a particular cocktail... As a as a mixologist or a bartender, you should say yes. I'm happy to make you oh that daiquiri yeah. because I'm going to make you the best fucking daiquiri you've ever, you've ever had, had in your life. Shout out to Nomad Bar in Manhattan. Yes, remember that we oh, were like, yo, oh, my yeah. man. We were at we so we were having a rough day, worst day ever, worst Raining. day ever in New York City last year. Wait a second, and just not done. No. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, Anyway, shout out to Nomad Bar. We asked them for a fucking pina colada. They made the best one that blew our minds. Anyways. And they put it in coconut cups. Coconut cups. They, they pulled it out from the back. <laughs> coconut cups. Let's get that straight, people. That's the service. So what can I get you? Let me get two daiquiris. Got a chuckle. Uh, the person said, seriously? And we said, yes. Uh, as you can tell, I'm really trying hard not to say he or her or this and that. Um, because I don't want to put down any establishment because every, you know, maybe it wasn't their night. Whatever. You don't want to tarnish their name. Exactly. So um, 
we had the daiquiris. They were horrible. All right. Um, but Knuckle and I, whatever, we had a long day. We, we had a, pounded them back. We had a 16-hour shift or 15-hour shift. We drank our drinks, and then we wanted another one. Uh, so another we, wait, one. we waited again. We waited again as this person chatted up the other person at the bar. Uh, and mind you, there was three of us in this bar all day. It was just Knuckle, myself, uh, the other guest who was being chatted up by the bartender. Um, <clears throat> at this point... About eight to ten guests walked in, all at one party, and were sat on the back table. Uh, at this time, chits were coming up for the bartender, and Knuckle said, Arjun, I think you need to flag her down. I waved to her, and uh, she says, what can I get you? I said, I would like to order another drink. She said, well, you have to wait until I finish these drinks for the, for the guests that just sat down. I said, all right, you know what? And I put my credit card down. I said, let me just pay. She goes, no, you have no priority over the guests that are seated on a table. You are standing at the bar, which means they have priority over you. So even to pay our bill, she's like, yeah. no, you have to wait. And that's when I said, you know what? You're the worst fucking bartender ever. And this is when the person said, don't you ever <laughs> speak to me like that. And I said, close me out and shut up. And... And they, then she ran away and, and got security. All right, well, is not, that real? Yeah, now, we, she, have, now, she, now we establish she's a she, she. Was she the only one working? Yes. No, no, she was not. There was a bar back there. There was a bar back. There was also a server in yeah. the room. So what, they couldn't ring you up? It was the worst. She would, well, the see, security the comes in. The fact the is, is, is she didn't care. Yeah, she let's didn't dissect care. this. She only cared slowly. about her okay, homie. Okay, let's dissect this slowly. The security comes in, barges in, and says, oh, hey, what up? Knuckle Arjun, what's good? And, and she we says, were like, we're done. And she says, we're kick him out. And he goes, what did you guys do? And I'm like, yo, I'm just trying to fucking pay. So I get a check of like 25 bucks. I left, 30 do- uh, left $35. I even tipped her. And then we left. Right. And then when I try to come back maybe two weeks later with uh, about six people, right. they said, unfortunately, we cannot have you in this bar. And, and, and mind you, you already know Wait, what I'm talking about. How, how, how long after? Uh, probably about a month later. No, actually, wow. but that you, know, night. you know which bar I'm talking about, obviously. Right, right? and I'm not right. gonna say. It. But and you know, and I'm not gonna say this because I never talk about money ever. Mm-hmm. But you know, every single time I go to a bar, right, I throw down, especially that one. But I there's spend more, a lot of money at this bar. There's more to it, man. We we send all of our friends there. We tip we heavy. Bring anyone who's visiting us from out of town, and and I feel like every month there's someone visiting us. We would always take them there. We were proud to show them this bar. The the even further the problem was is right after we left, got kicked out or whatever you want to call it, um, we texted uh, the manager at that bar who we know saying, "Yo, this is what happened. We need to chat with you." Right. Um, because we we felt like it was our responsibility to tell them that yo you have a bartender there that's just absolutely horrible. Yeah, but I mean I feel like. There's so many things that she could have done as a hospitality person. There are a lot of points. There are a lot of yeah. I mean, points for I mean, I know if you're out there listening, you're like, oh, man, these guys are being petty. But no. And like, I didn't say shut up, by the way. I want to take that and, back. And be, to be 100, if she wasn't by herself. If she Look, if she was by herself, I understand because I've been there where you're by yourself. You get flustered. You get upset. Sometimes you don't fucking doubt. Like, you don't, like... Uh, organize your thoughts properly when you're by yourself working and you're in the shit. Mm-hmm. But if you're telling me that there was another waitress and there was a bar back there, yo, just because you can't delegate 
and you can't have your people help you out so that you can become the best like customer service personnel in the room there's a problem or even you can't manage your time in a way so that you're not only hanging out with your friend who's at this bar right. but you're also doing your job well that's the problem again i have i have problems with places in in la especially in downtown when i feel like people are entitled and they feel like they're entitled to be a bartender and they feel like they can treat you a certain way because they work at the most hottest bar in LA and they, they have a card to treat you like shit. It's true. I've been, and it makes me feel bad because yo, I'm in the business of making people food and not only that, but making them happy. Yes. I went to a bar and if any bartender right now is listening, like, fucking example Illuji someone who I bugged the shit out of right he knows like yo when I come to Bestia like I'm gonna order a lot of fucking drinks that's why I'm right. out that's why yeah. I went out cause I'm gonna order four Campari tonics six daiquiris five shots like yeah. right now I'm gonna, I want them southern gentlemen that's how I want it Illugi. so I went I went to a, I went to a restaurant and I ordered a cocktail they had on their list which was gin cucumber mint basil tonic does that sound refreshing very I drank it and I said, "Can I?" And I and I said, "Hey, my man, excellent drink. Can I get another one?" He goes, "Next time, don't drink it so fast." And he was dead Whoa. fucking serious. At the same bar? Dead fucking serious. Yeah, it's the same fucking bar. Wow. Don't drink it so fast. Our drinks are not meant to be chugged. I'm a chugger. I am a chugger. It's like it's like me. Pause. Oh my god. No homo. I'm a chugger. But at the same time, <laughs> my brother man. tells me this all the time. It's crazy. This bar. My brother tells me this all the time. He brings in a bottle of wine. Good vintage. Mm -hmm. And he's like, yo, sip. And I'm like, yo, don't you know me, man? I don't sip, man. I appreciate it. It's If it's good, it's almost guzzable. I'm guzzling that shit. And I, I don't see the problem with that. I'm paying for that shit, right? Like, if you're at a bar and I'm guzzling drinks, yo, it's maybe it's been that kind of day. See, that's the thing. Like, being a bartender back in the day, people were, I mean... You can tell, like you almost like if you're a good bartender, you can tell what kind of a day your customer's having and you tailor make your customer service for that particular person. Like when you I remember them. Yeah, when I used to have a food truck, I had that 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 sixth sense where a customer would come in and I'm like, yo, this guy just smashed after a meeting this girl last night. I'm gonna hook him up with a little bit of something, something. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna I'm gonna give him a really special sandwich. You know what I mean? Because I could tell, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, because I see him every day. Today he's coming a little different. He's smiling. He looks a little tired, but he's with this girl. I've never seen her before. I'm going to make him, first of all, I'm going to acknowledge him as Mr. X. Like, I'll be like, yo, Mr. Whatever. Yo, good to see you. How you been? You know what I mean? Like, thank you so much for coming. Yeah. Back. Yeah. Or if I see someone that's like down and out and you're just like, yo, man, what's wrong? Eat this. Have a fucking sandwich. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's our job. Yeah. Bartenders, shout out to like Illuji and those guys, everyone at ERB, they have that killer instinct when they're just yeah. like, oh man, they're coming off of a really late shift of work. You could tell. Yeah. And they make you a really strong drink. For sure, bro. Well, and I get that treatment at Redbird every single time. Redbird. Yeah. What's the yo, I literally walk in, Tobin or Nikolai or Theo, they all look at me and they're like, yo, you coming from work? And I'll just nod my head and I'll be like, cool. And they'll just make me something that I just need one of. And I'm right. Good. Well, here's the thing. I mean, we're talking about we're talking about two things right here, right? We're talking about the the skill 
or the technical know-how of how to be a great bartender or mixologist. And we're talking about the art and the science between uh, of being hospitable. Right. And that's two separate things. I think here in L.A., we get a ton of technical know-how and expertise on how to right. cook, how to serve a guest, how to uh, bartend. Yeah, we're passionate people. We're passionate people about right. that. We know what we're doing and we do it well. But I agree with you. At least in downtown LA, and we love downtown LA. I yeah, live I love downtown LA. We live downtown. here. We all yeah. live here. It's the best. But there needs yeah, to be more hospitality. Right. There needs right. to be more expertise, right? And, and more focus on making people happy. Well, that's the problem so, with being the hottest fucking place in the world right now. Like, no shit. Downtown LA is the hottest place on the planet. Everyone's here. Yeah. Your restaurant show at my restaurant show at when we go out at night. The places that were dead back in the day are now full. Yeah. We're in the hottest city in LA. Just because you're in the hot or the hottest city in the world, just because you're working for the dopest restaurant doesn't mean you could be a dick. It doesn't give you a card. I like, hate that. I, I hate that. My employees, you know, we're busy. And 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 my employees know that. They have a chip on their shoulder. And it's like I tell them, I'm like, yo, calm down. Don't think you're the shit. Have some humility because if it aren't for these people who are eating here, you wouldn't have a job. I think yeah. it's crazy you say this. I literally was preaching this just last week. And if people we know are listening to this, they're going to say, yo, Arjun says this shit all the time. It's when you're the busiest is you got to be the most humble. Right. That's when you got to shut your mouth and like work the hardest because that's when everyone is watching you. Don't act like the cool kid because when yeah. you're not busy... Then everyone's gonna remember you like, yo, you were the stuck up bartender yeah. at yeah. this restaurant. Or yo, not, you were the punk server who laughed at me when you're I didn't get know young Jeezy'd. That's what happened to I, Young Jeezy. Yo, I don't want to. I don't want to eat there because that guy's a dick. That's Straight what. Up. That's what yeah. you're gonna hear. That's what yeah. you're gonna hear. And and I, I when I when my homies go, yo, man, I went to your restaurant. This dude's a dick. I don't like him. I get I get hurt. Yeah. Well, you know what? It I I think part of. Part of the problem is today, food restaurant culture is based around like if w- when we watch food TV, yeah, right. What's it based around? It's based around chopped. It's based around a chef versus a chef versus a chef. This right. guy has twenty two years. This guy has twenty years. This guy has fifteen Three years. Three Michelin, right? Yeah. So yeah. these are like, and all they they're like mad scientists. They stay in a box and they cook all day until they cook whatever they cook the best, right? Or it's bartending shows, which is the same thing. Or right. it's, you know. But if you look at, like, my father's generation. Right. Of what, when he went to culinary school, their focus was always on the guest. Right. So my father will have no problem, just like when we were in New York, when yeah. we went to Danielle. Yeah. Balud. will have no problem. Actually would love to walk out to a table, say hello, maybe pour a little bit of their wine. Right. Maybe... You know, clear something off and of I the table, that. and that is hospitality. Real chefs will come to your table and mingle and meet and and make sure your glass is full. Yeah, and the origins of that. I mean, to be honest, this current food boom in L.A. started off with people who worked at Danielle and people who learned from that system of food, mm-hmm. where we're turning it into a casual thing. And at a casual restaurant, we're going down and we're shaking people's hands and we're asking them how they're doing. Can we make this feel better? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like 10 or five years ago, that's what we did. That's why, that's why food is so awesome right now. That's why everyone's coming, going to restaurants. Is because five years ago, we would touch tables and be like, yo, man, how you doing? 
hey, it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then now, because we're so popular, you go to restaurants. The chef's on a pedestal. Yeah, the chef's on a pedestal. They won't say hi to you. And it trickles down yeah. to their staff. It does. So if I work at Bestia and right. I work on the Garmanger, yeah. I'm the fucking shit. Yeah. So y'all better pay your respect. Yeah, but Ori does do a good job at keeping them right? in check, though. Yeah. Ori does a good job. There's certain there's certain dudes that we've worked with that work there now that might that might be a little bit dickish. Well, we've been we've been in situations where it's like, oh yeah, my name's Knuckle, and I I work yeah. with, but Mosh, what's your? Oh, I'm I, I'm yeah. John, and yeah. I work at I work at Bestia. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that Fuck too. Fuck you, from my brother. Yeah, right? <laughs> so I work at Bestia. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but also Dan Daniel was saying that, and I I think it's a good thing. He's like, you know. He, and he was saying Daniel, this. former GM of that place, right? Yeah, Daniel yeah. Flores. So, um, who's opening up uh, Tabula Rasa? Shout out opening to Tabula. soon. East Hollywood's where everybody's going. Beer and wine, the finest, only the finest. Jumbo's Clown Room, right beside it. Che- check yourself. <laughs> so, um, before you wreck saying, yourself, he was saying something cool. He was saying, like, you know, uh, it's done something to the world or like to the society where you can sit in a room of a, a doctor and a lawyer and, uh, and an engineer, and everyone's like, you know, this is what I do. It's like, oh, uh, I'm the manager at Bestia. And it's like, damn, what? Holy uh, shit. Yeah. And it's like, you're the man. You know what I mean? You're the man. No, that's what I'm saying. You're the real no, MVP. Like, yo, I think that's fucking cool. Though. It's cool, but. You have to be humble, humble. at the same time. You have yeah, to practice I mean, humility. Like, yeah. I don't know that one guy. Because we're not gonna we're not gonna say his name. We're not gonna even tell you how because he Alvin Kailan. Because at the end of the day, who used to work there who was the biggest that. dick. Scratch it. Who cares? Scratch it. But my brother. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, and that's the thing. It's like you 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 have to be humble because you have to remember that. You're working at such a great establishment, yeah. such a, a restaurant that it's is very hard to get into. It's one of the best restaurants in the United States it's, of America. It's, the, it's known as the best restaurant in L.A. I oh, go yeah. there all the time. Oh, we yeah. all the go best. there all the time. I love it. I love Ori. I love the whole staff there. But you have to practice a little bit of humility. Of course. I, whether you're working there or anywhere else. Of course. Right? Not, I mean, not the owners. You're talking about... I'm talking about the staff. Yeah. There's, right? only, there's only certain industries where you can actually be arrogant. You know, like the fashion... Rap. The and fucking food. <laughs> the fashion industry, you kind of have to brag, yeah. be braggadocious. Well, because you have to remember, at the end of the day, your business is not selling the best pasta, or my business is not selling the best cocktail. Your business is making people happy. You Agreed. can't do that if you're arrogant. That's true. Right? You have 100%. to be all welcoming. You have to be all accommodating. Right? Okay. Uh, I guess we're getting refilled with Hennessy. Yo, Knuckle, you. Uh, I'm a little drunk. You family? But um, I can tell you're drunk because your spit, your spit catcher uh, is like dripping. Yeah, my spit, my spit <laughs> catcher is working overtime right now. Yo, what are we eating after this? First of all, Sonora Town. <laughs> Yo, Sonora Town, you're doing. Shout a out to job. Jen and Tio. Sonora Town all day, but that's the thing about Mexican food. Is that I'd rather eat the street food than the fancy food. The super amazing restaurant show. Show, 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 show. Yeah. Yeah.